afternoon and welcome to episode 5 of the Mind Zone for the Future. It's Monday today. Monday, 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 Monday. Um, what's occurring in my best Welsh accent? I find the best place to do accents is in the shower. Now there is some science behind that because... The running water produces positive ions, which produces a happier atmosphere, apparently. And that's why people sing in the shower, because the running water produces good energy. It's also very cleansing, not only for all the mud and dirt, but the, um, for your aura and for your energy. And water's just generally good anyway, you know? So, yeah, I like to practice my accent singing in the shower. <laughs> um, I have this really cool shower head and it runs on the power of the water. So there's no batteries or electric or anything, but it has these LED lights in. So you get to have disco showers, which is quite fun. The kids love that. Having a shower in the dark with disco lights on. You can't beat it. Having a bit of sing, having a bit of singing, yeah. So, um, I hope you are all taking care of yourselves and looking after yourselves and giving yourself care and love and attention. You know, um, making sure that your needs are getting met, you know. Sometimes we we have parents by name, but they don't actually parent us. We probably end up parenting them or, you know, which by, by means of that they're emotionally unavailable or they're abusive or sometimes even, even you can have the most loving, kindest parents, but they have extra needs too, physically or mentally. And, you know, you grow up being a young carer and, and that takes its toll and your needs end up getting put on the the back burner through nobody's fault, you know. It really isn't about, about fault. It's about learning how to take care of yourself. And we, we don't really get taught that much as children. If our parents aren't able to meet our needs, where where do we learn that from? I mean, sometimes we're lucky enough to have like a, a family member, but mostly it can be quite lonely and, you know, your family aren't up to much or they don't want to interfere or they don't want to help or they're busy and they don't get around to helping, you know. So it really is important that you, you make sure your needs are met. Obviously, you're at that age... Where, where you can do that, where, you know, where you can cook some pasta to make sure you can eat or you can put the kettle on to make sure you have a cup of tea and, and do these things. You're slightly more independent than a, than a toddler, I hope. But, yeah, they, these are things that we, we don't get taught in school. I mean, you have home economics I suppose which is a bit of cookery lessons but you can't it depends what you get taught really you don't really get taught how to make a proper meal you know how to be self-sufficient 
how to they might teach you how to cook but they don't tell you how to budget for food they don't tell you how to shop for food they don't tell you how to check for food whether it's healthy food or it's near its sell by day or things like this you know there's so much into into just even thinking about meals and having a varied diet making sure that you you add some fresh fruit and vegetables into your diet and part of parenting yourself is is making sure that you get the nutrients you want. I know we all would rather eat a McDonald's seven days a week and I put my hand up because yeah. Oh I do do love McDonald's actually Burger King's chili cheese bites are the bomb. Honestly, I love them so much. But um yeah, I'm not I was quite quite low and depressed at one point last year I think we all were all with this lockdown and covid and things like this and you know it was quite isolating and end up being a bit depressed and lonely and I ended up not really taking care of of my diet and you know having cooked dinners instead of takeaways my energy was low and I was tired and I couldn't be bothered to cook and I mean that's okay once or twice a week but not every day or them loaded fries with cheese and bacon I could eat them every day but yeah that wouldn't that wouldn't be parenting myself that wouldn't be healthy because it wouldn't be setting boundaries with myself you know and that's something else I, I mean I only learned that a couple of months ago how to parent myself by setting boundaries with myself I mean I understood what boundaries were actually I went on a course for it um about five years ago so I actually knew that boundaries were a thing then when I was like 35 I didn't know how to implement them and I especially didn't know how to implement them with myself and I'd never had that. My parents certainly didn't have any boundaries. Being both narcissists, well, both my parents were narcissists in, in different ways. So I got the full spectrum of narcissism as an, as an only child. I mean, I had half-brother and sisters, but they were 20 years older than me and they lived in London and they didn't want to know, really. Unless there was money involved or a funeral, and they'd come and do the obligatory knock on the door and disappear again. Yeah. So, really, there was only me, and because my parents couldn't parent me, and they couldn't parent themselves, I didn't know how to do these things. And so it's really important that we learn to how to parent ourselves. You know, even if we don't need to do it, it's still important to recognise these things and and do these things and make sure that we understand and we can recognise having personal boundaries with other people and with ourselves. And it is really important because it maintains your, your value and your self-worth and things like this. That we really don't get get shown how to have or to do or, you know, it's just 
you know, society says, oh, your parents should do these things, but does it recognise that our parents aren't capable of doing these things? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I've had got a bit of a sore mouth today. I've been to the dentist and that was quite an ordeal for me because I did have a really horrible experience at the dentist a few years ago when I met, went, met, went. And, and a really spiritual experience at the same time. It was, I was going, I had to have a couple of teeth out. I mean, when I was younger, I did have really good teeth. I'd always had a sticker from the dentist and my picture on the board. And as I got older, I had some eating disorders. And also when I had my kids, my teeth, went, my bones went a bit soft. And they had another eating disorder. And, you know, lost my hair and my teeth started to fall out and things. And this is basic stress. Like, life was stressful. This is just before I had a, had a bit of a breakdown and ended up in hospital. You know, because I'd never, never healed or resolved any of the traumas I had as a child. They continued through my adult life until the age of, about 35 and my brain and my body just went that's it we're going on strike we've had enough that's it and also having my spiritual awakening at the same time that was one heck of a journey I can tell you but anyway yeah so my teeth so I was at the dentist yeah is that where I was? See, look, I've forgotten now. I'm very tired and I've had a lot of painkillers. And when they put that numbing stuff in and all sorts of things today. So you have to bear with me. But I'm here. So it's all gravy, baby. But yeah, so I took the dentist. I had to have some teeth out. And the dentist was there and she was reminded me of Miss Trunchbull from the Matilda books. I don't know if you've read any Roald Dahl books, but they are amazing. And the film is just genius. I love it. So she was this East European woman. She was very big, bit of a shop putter in her spare time, I reckon. And she just jammed these needles into my mouth. Now, I don't know. Hopefully you don't know. And you've all got amazing teeth. But if you've ever been to the dentist and they put this numbing stuff into your gums and they inject it in there and it is like, oh, eating needles. It's the best way I can describe it. I've given birth to two children, one of which I had absolutely no painkillers whatsoever. And it's probably more painful than that because it's a very centralized pain rather than a generalized pain of being in labour, um, but yeah, so she yammed them in my face, in the wrong place, not even in the area where she was going to take my teeth out, and then, so by this time, I was nervous to start with, but this time I was absolutely mortified, holding on to the chair for dear life, and she's coming up with 
with the drill. My mouth's not even numb. And I'm just like, I'm just screaming in my head for Jesus. I'm like, please help me, help me. It's something out of a Saw film, a horror film. I just can't take this. And, um, yeah, just going, about to go into full-blown panic attack. And um, the room went deadly silent. And the dentist with this, just this drill going about an inch from my face. And then she decided to stop. And she said, no, we're going to um, going to refer you to the private dentist who puts you under sedation and will do it for nervous patients. I'm like, result. So I ended up in this lovely private dentist with some beautiful sedation medication, IV, and it was all just a dream, really. It was lovely. So, yeah, it worked out all right in the end. It was definitely a very, very spiritual experience because I've never seen the room go quiet like that and people stop and it's almost like time stopped. I am so grateful for it. You know, it's one of the things to me that proves that... There are people in the in the spirit world that are listening and they can hear us and they're here to help us. And I think that's so amazing. I wish I wish um I'd kept my faith up when I was younger really. But it's so many different things going on and so many horrific experiences and traumatic experiences and life just gets on top of you and gets in the way and we end up forgetting all these things that we innately know as children about where we come from and who we are and well hopefully I can remind you you know I had to wake up again basically wake up to the fact that we, we are stars we're beautiful, beautiful beings of light come here on this planet for a learning experience and often we end up getting trapped in all this fake truth and stuff. So yeah, it took me a long while to wake up in, in quite a awakening, I would say, but I am so glad for it because I have the most amazing friends in the spirit world and they really show me how how life should be, how friendship should be and relationships should be and life should be. And they really bring me the truth and they don't lie to me and they reciprocate my energy and they always make me do better and I'm never alone. And I think that's amazing. It's quite lonely here, you know. If you, especially if you've had quite a hard time in life, you tend to not have many people around you. I mean, you you can do you can you could be lonely in a big family, but you know, people that you can trust and confide in. I mean, more I suppose. You know, you know, you know people, and you can be quite sociable, but. It's coming home at the end of the day and sitting in my room alone. And it's not sad or lonely because I can talk to anyone all the time and I know they're listening. I hope you're listening to me, you know. 
but you're never alone. There's always help out there and all you have to do is ask. And there are many ways to find these signs that they're listening in a good way. You just have to be open to it and keep an open mind, that's all. I think we do with a lot of things in life and and there's so many things that happen as we grow up with parents, relatives, friends, school, society, jobs, life. And it all shuts down these innate senses we have with the spirit world and we're told it's not real and it's just a fairy tale, but... It's very, very real. Believe you me, it's very real. I've seen it and I know. Yeah. And so it's not just all these things. There's things like music and food and TV and news. And all these things have high vibrations and low vibrations. So low vibrations are like fear and anxiety and shame and stress and worry. Um, so all them kind of things like on TV, if you watch that kind of thing, like horror films, you know, I'm not saying don't watch horror films. I'm just saying that they are low vibrational and will affect your energy, you know, see if you can notice for yourself, um, your food. I mean, yeah. Even me, I, I find it a struggle. To, I can't go into a field and pick fresh organic food all the time. But I can, you know, I get get my food, what I can from the supermarket and make something with love and sing and dance and, and, and make, make a dinner. Even if it's just pasta or spag bowl. I love a bit of shepherd's pie, me. I just make that with love. Um, well, it's an experiment. I did is get some packet cake mix, easiest stuff in the world, packet cake mix, and two of them, and make the same cake mix, but make one when you're swearing and complex, well, I don't advocate swearing, but do you know what I mean? Using low vibrational words, using negative words like, oh, and just being really angry and mad and negative at it. And then make the other one with love and just tell it how amazing it is. Tell it how beautiful it is. Tell it it's the best cake in the world. You know, some really high vibrational things. And serve them up and see which one tastes best. I wonder. It's worth a go. You know, you can see it does does make a difference they do the same thing with plants as well you can grow two plants exactly the same next to each other but give one hate and one love and see which one grows best you know and that's life too which how how you should be treating yourself and giving yourself love and talking to yourself lovingly and kindly every day you know, and you're going to grow, grow much stronger and bigger and better. And if you take all that away and just give give it abuse or you're under a, a, lot of, a lot of stress and pressure and bad things have happened, then your growth is going to be stunted, you know. 
not just physically but mentally as well and we this is why we have to parent ourselves in the end mostly even as we get into adults we still have to parent ourselves if we can learn to do pick up these habits younger then it becomes so much easier and so much a better way of life because you're already in that way of doing things. You're forming these good habits and they are going to take you so far. They are going to be worth so much, you know, to you better than winning the lottery is, honestly, to be able to, to have the right boundaries and the right self-care and the right self-love and the right energy going on it's really really important so keep listening i'm sure you'll pick up a few hints and tips i've had to learn this all myself and as well but you've got your whole lives ahead of you you're amazing you are wonderful and amazing and i can't wait to see how much impact you're going to make on the world and you might not feel it right now things might seem a bit down or a bit low you know but you really are incredible I cannot tell you that enough you are incredible and I want you to tell yourself I want you to look in the mirror and say I am incredible I'm freaking incredible yes you are anyway I'm going to have a short one today so have a lovely evening and I shall catch up with you tomorrow.